Yum. Hot chocolate. Okay. Hello, everybody. We're back. So, everyone, I'm Kiera. And I'm Austin. And we have a special guest again. Guest number three. The lovely and iconic <laughs> Brianna Taylor. Everyone say welcome, Brie. Hey, y'all. <laughs> Who would you say are like your? I'll give you top five favorite artists, artists. of all time. Yeah, just so the, yeah, just so the people know, just so the people know who you are and what they're dealing with and like where you're coming from. Okay, My so they can get a good top picture. Five. Okay, Usher. Oh wow, Mariah Carey. Hold on, I need you to read that list again. Beyonce. <laughs> <laughs> I only said. Name. <laughs> um, yeah, and one of them should have been first. <laughs> <laughs> but my thing is, I don't have, I don't order them because I. I know, um, and I know you weren't doing it in order. It just, I just wanted for I had to be first. <laughs> I like no, I'm, I'm gonna put Usher first, and I'm gonna tell you why. So Usher, Mariah Carey. I wanna okay. Destiny's Child. Um, okay. Mary J. Blige. And I want to do Period. a contemporary girl. I want to do a Because I like what I see when I'm looking at me when I walk across the mirror. <laughs> yeah. and-, <laughs> I love- and I feel like five is to be determined, actually. Yeah. So those are my top four. All right. Sure. Three. <laughs> and like, okay. So Usher... I don't think people give Usher enough credit, and I think it's because the Usher that a lot of people think of right now is very much like a club music Usher. <laughs> Y'all know this song? Like, when they think of Usher, yeah. they think of yeah. David Guetta's Usher, and that's not what I think of. I think of My Way, and I think My Way and Confessions... Girl, these are my confessions! You can quote me his best pieces of work ever and he knows that that's why he always goes back to them and that's why people sample them so much confessions perfect album my way a perfect album that's why you know they have all these rap these um battles the verses they can't Uh they keep trying to figure Uh out someone to put with usher and they can't find anybody because he's untouchable what okay my my (laughs) usher is phenomenal and we don't give that man his things first we don't we don't. Hello? You're right. <laughs> Usher is phenomenal, and we don't give that man his things. First of all, My Way came out in 1997. You have Slow Jam. You have <laughs> Slow Jam with Monica, the songtress, songstress, and we're going to get into Monica and Brandy, okay? We have <laughs> My Way by Usher. We have <laughs> the beautiful song Bedtime on that album, which he was too young to be singing, but it's still phenomenal. Nice and slow. A beautiful album. And then we have Confessions. The whole thing. You have Confessions Confessions Part 1, Confessions Part 2. You have Confessions, the remix with Kanye West and Twista and some guy from jail. And then you have My Boo. And then you have Can You Handle It? And then you have That's What It's Made For. And Burn. And Burn. You have Burn. You have Caught Girl. I'm making my way. And then you have bad girl now if y'all don't know what bad girl is and y'all call yourself beyonce fans i'm gonna need y'all to click out of this really quick really quick quite quick 
and type in Usher Bad Girl featuring Beyonce, and I want you to see a star, a star dancing <laughs> by Usher, okay? Period. Period. Oh, I love you Usher. You suck your shit. <laughs> because- uh, I, all I'm going to say is, there's always that one person that will always have, have my heart. Yes. Listen. Started that's that's a great start. song. Like, what? <laughs> so, like we're going to continue last week, we're going to start off the episode with Dreams or Nightmares. And, Bree, you're welcome to join in if you want. We're going to be talking about the Dixie Chicks album. <laughs> the only thing I really know about the Dixie Chicks is uh, the thing with Beyonce and then the thing about Bush. But I love giving my opinion, so I can do that. All right, feel free. <laughs> <Period>. <laughs> So, welcome to the segment, Dreams or Nightmares. And I'm going to go ahead and say this entire album is a dream. I'm glad you like it, because I agree. I also think it was a dream. I wrote down a lot of things about this album. But for the first song, I'm pretty sure we already talked about this song on the Mm -hmm. podcast. But the harmonies in this song. It's just something about this song. Okay, actually, this will be exciting. So, Brie... The Dixie Chicks haven't released, like, an album in 15 years. Oh. Yeah, this is the first album that they've released. Weren't they, like, blacklisted by country music? Yeah, they said bad stuff about Bush, and country music stations literally stopped playing their music and burned their CDs. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I remember that, and that's why it was, like, a big thing for them to go perform with Beyonce. I know that. Like, no, it really funny. was. That was their that was their like first moment. Like, no, it really was. And so this album is about um the lead singer Natalie's divorce. So it's like oh. her lemonade. I don't actually know if that's true, <laughs> but I when I was listen- when I was listening to it, I was like, it kinda is. First of all, the album is called Gaslighter. <laughs> and it's like it's like when you listen to this song, Brie, it's so specific and so transparent. <laughs> That I love these bitches because literally, you like she was like, you're gonna know who I'm talking about, and you're gonna know exactly what he did, and exactly almost who we did it with, and I don't give a flying fuck. <laughs> the the tights on my boat song, she literally oh, which is listing off things. Yeah, she said, "I hope that you die peacefully in your sleep." Just kidding. I hope that you hurt so much <laughs> like you hurt me. I said, "Come on, Scorpio." I don't know if she's actually a Scorpio. <laughs> But I said, that's a Scorpio thing to say. Also, my updated hit list, I feel like every week I add something. It is now, number one, whoever shot Megan the Stallion. Coming for your ass. Uh. Back to the chicks. Number two on my list is Natalie's husband. And number three is Man from the Magazine. So like four episodes ago, the Man from the Magazine was number one, but he's moved down. We have other things to do. People just keep doing bad things. He's got kicked down to number three. Mm Mm-hmm. Anyway, stream the chicks, Sarah Period. Moving on. This episode is going to be about R&B. So the two albums that we're going to be discussing are Lucky Day's album, Painted, and Tiana Taylor's album, The Album, which I think is hilarious that she called it that. <laughs> I do too. I like. I feel like this is the album that she's always wanted to make. And like, mm-hmm. I just, I'm so happy. The only thing I don't like about the title is that I wish that she named it something else, and then Rihanna could have named her album the album because I would have thought that was so funny. <laughs> she still so, can. She could, but now she's not going to. Or I actually want Rihanna to name it. Here y'all go. <laughs> I think that would be, I think that would be so funny. funny. She names it just like, okay, I guess. <laughs> Damn, shit. 
or like yeah <laughs> fine fine with fine with the period <laughs> or here period <laughs> i think i agree i think it should be here y'all go or come get y'all new come get y'all <laughs> That's funny. That's it. You hit it right on the head. Come get your juice. <laughs> go back. I need to go back to Sophie's makeup packets. I do. Oh God, I love Rihanna. Anywho, moving on. I have a question for Brie. Yes. What about these two albums that you felt were so special? Okay, so I love Tiana Taylor a lot. Okay, um, I have mm-hmm. a lot of respect where I wrote some notes down. Um, I have been following Tiana Taylor since uh, she was on My Sweet Sixteen, and I just loved her personality then. And then I love how like she was a dancer, and I love how she's like multifaceted, and she's a director and all this stuff. And mm-hmm. I really do think she creates phenomenal songs out of samples. Like I love, I love how she always pays tribute to the '90s. And I was really excited for the KTSE album that was gonna that was released and i just mm-hmm. was honestly underwhelmed with it i was really disappointed so when i saw she put out another album i was like oh my god and it's just so beautiful i love that she broke it down into different parts um and how she was like um just because my mother doesn't mean that i have to use, lose my sexuality and like and i just i love all of her songs so much like if i had to think of like I always say, like, I have albums that I use to describe, like, my life, and, like, Mm -hmm. I would, if I could add to, like, my life playlist, it would definitely, I would choose songs from this. Um, It's just, it's so beautiful. And then Lucky Day, I love, obviously, I have my favorite R&B artists of all time, but I also have a lot of contemporary artists that I really love. One of my favorite um, right now is Lucky Day, because, like, I have a really strong passion for music, as you can tell, and a lot of my love for music comes from music in the church Mm. and he he, it's funny that I say that and I use that in the same context as him because he grew up in a cult so it was very yeah I saw that yeah it was very religious and so he tries to like do everything he can to be anti that but you can still hear um you can hear the inspiration from it. And I think the best singers were singers from the church. Like Beyonce. I mean, yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I think anytime you think of like a good, any of the best, my favorite songs ever have like inspiration from the church. Like my favorite song of all time is Love by Keisha, Keisha Cole. And it's like that. That's your favorite she, song of all time? Wow. Yes. <laughs> it's my favorite song. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I love that. I know. And I know, like, I know. Wait! I mean, I love that. It's a hit. Yeah, it's a hit. It's a great song. Why not? It's a fun. I feel like it's a fun I just did not know that about you. Yeah, I feel like, I don't know. I feel like my music tastes shock people because people think, like, when they think of me and music, they usually think of Justin Bieber. But I'm like, they do. Am I wrong? Do you like, when you listen to Justin Bieber, do you like old Justin Bieber or like, did you like his most recent album? I, okay, I am the Yeah, Brie. Yeah, Brie. It's going to be a controversial <laughs> opinion. I like changes better than purpose. Oh um, my God. Yeah. 
So like, okay. Wow. She said <laughs> bust it blow, bust drilling. <laughs> but like, I just, I really like my favorite, like my favorite artists all have R&B influences. So for me, Changes was like more of a R&B album. And like, mm-hmm. Purpose just Purpose like, is more pop. pop. It's more pop. And it, I felt like it was like the same reason why I didn't like KTSE. Like it was too many different sounds. Period. Anywho, but I want to talk about Lucky Day first. Well, what were your thoughts on the album? So, first of all, I clicked on the album and I saw that the first song was called Roll Some Mo. And so in my head, I thought, Blow Some Mo. And then <laughs> that song, <laughs> that song that's like, na 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 na. Well, some mo. I don't know the words, but you know the one. Yeah, I was expecting it to sound like that. So when I clicked on it, and it did not sound like that, I was like, wait. <laughs> I had to like, <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. You had to readjust a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I had to recalibrate what I was doing. Because I was expecting this to be like a, I don't know why I thought this was going to be a rap album. And it was not. Girl, and I. <laughs> I know, but I, I guess it's literally like my brain just works the way. I was like, roll some mo, blow some mo. All right, here we go, girl. Um, <laughs> but I, overall, I guess I'll just say this at the beginning. I love this guy. I'm, I read like two articles about him, like really long ones. And I think it's so interesting that he uh, grew up in a cult and wasn't allowed to hear music for a while. It's and the first song that he yeah. heard was the gap band early in the morning in the interview he literally said that it was the first song he remembered hearing and i was like how can someone remember that's crazy that he remembers the first song he ever heard i wonder what the first song i ever heard was (laughs) it was such a big deal for him because he was like wow this is not cult music i'm so excited (laughs) that's crazy (laughs) the fader publication described his songs as cosmic ballad and I actually think that perfectly describes his music. It's very cosmic and emotional. Yes. Oh, yes. And that's why I love it. That's like, oh, my gosh. I love it so much. I love that. Like, one of my favorite songs to listen to is Love You Too Much. Like, I could listen yeah. to Love You Too Much mm-hmm. all day. All Period. day. Period. <laughs> and it's the truth, girl. It's like, and I love long songs. Like, that song is seven minutes. <laughs> the theme um, of the night is longevity. <laughs> I like <laughs> I liked that his music, it's, I mean, I would definitely say it's R&B, but yeah. it's definitely more colorful than R&B. Yes. No, no, no. yes. I it's felt very... like there was a lot of, like, funk in it. Because my two favorite yes. songs, Late Night and Try Your Fire, uh-huh. those songs yes. sound so good. <laughs> Yeah, I was very, I was, uh, okay, hold on. So (laughs) I like that a lot of the songs he has a rap at the end or like, I I would say rap. I don't know if I, but you know what I'm talking about. And so, okay, my favorites were Ready for Love. I liked actually all of them. Like there wasn't one that was bad at all. Um, Yes, yes. Like, I really enjoyed this album. I could really see myself listening to this again, which is something that doesn't happen a lot. A lot of the music that I talk about in general, I don't listen to again. And I could definitely see myself listening to this again. I've already come back to some of these songs 
I've li- I listened oh, to this last night, and I'm already listening to these songs. Wow. This makes me so so happy. I like, I I love music so much. And like, I just, I love that y'all love this album so much. This means so much to me. (laughs) Oh, I'm glad. (laughs) I said that Ready for Love makes me feel like I'm on vacation. And I like how he uses elements of other genres, but makes them work for R&B, such as like the echo feature that it has. And Mm -hmm. Because I feel like, so I've never not liked R&B. I've just always liked pop more. Because I just low-key felt Mm -hmm. like pop was more interesting, I guess. Not all the time, obviously. Like, I always, like, being Black, I feel like, and especially from the South, I feel like there's a group of artists that you're just going to know. Such as, like, Erica Badu, Mary, Jill Scott, uh, Maxwell. I just feel like every Black person who grew up, like, uh, around our age and grew up in the South, like, knows those people. You know, yeah, like Lauren Hill, all them. Like, obviously, I know the greats, but I feel like the younger people, I just never really, not, I just didn't really care because I just never really liked R and B music. I just always liked pop music more. But now that R and B is becoming more fused with pop, and Mm -hmm. I've also just learned to appreciate R and B music more because I'm just older and want to listen to the song lyrics yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> like I really like R&B and so I'm really glad that I got into R&B right now and that is also yeah. part of the reason why it took me so long to stand Mariah officially because I didn't care about R&B music that's like I think see for me like I think R&B music is so beautiful like I I like pop but I feel like I love that I can just like sit in my room and listen to R&B and really think about the words and really like not get in my feelings, but really set a vibe, which I hate mm-hmm. that I have to say that. But, like, that's I why I love her so much. Um, she, She's so good. And, like, yeah, she's I okay, let's focus mm-hmm. on this album because I know, like, yeah, I think. Like, we're getting off track. <clears throat> so, roll some more. Roll some mo. <laughs> <laughs> um, not, not more. That was funny. More. Um, you know the movie The Photograph? by yes. with uh, Issa Rae yeah. so yes. that was on the that was like if you watch the trailer that song and another song by her was oh. on there so hmm. my introduction for Lucky Day was from one of my friends who works in the music industry she was like hey Brie there's this artist that I feel like you would really like here's one of his songs and it was Rosa Mo and I was like oh my god and then I looked him yeah. up and I his music videos I love them so much because like my in my dating profile it's send me your favorite male artist and I'll tell you if he hates black women or not and so (laughs) (laughs) that's good that's funny (laughs) I love his music videos because not only does he put black women in them but he puts like dark skinned black women in them and like they don't necessarily look they don't look what a lot of people expect to see when like I feel like when black men put women in their music videos they they all look the same and it it was just refreshing to see someone that matched his skin color in a music video and like the girls like Mm -hmm. are in all different sizes and like it and they look like they look like girls next door like they don't necessarily look like girls that you would see on instagram and stuff like that and i like i have an appreciation for that 
Um, just because, like, I think that a lot of the times when we, like, are fans of artists and stuff like that, we like to see ourselves, at least for me, I like to see myself. And I, yeah. that's what I loved about uh-huh. his music videos. And, like, one of the black girls was playing tennis, and I don't know if y'all, like, know this, but I love tennis. I played it a lot when I was younger. So, like, yeah. and I was, I just, I don't know. I really love him a lot. So, Rosamal is a beautiful song, and that's how I was introduced to it, and how I was introduced to Lucky Day. <laughs> I like this song so much. I think that it's a great album opener. It just really, I, I was just pleasantly surprised because I thought it was like something else. <laughs> <laughs> so from there on, I was hooked. I was like, well, period, let's go. And yeah. for extra, I wrote that The Weeknd wishes he recorded this song. <laughs> <laughs> the thing that I thought was interesting about this song was that it felt, and a lot of the songs after this, is that they feel like two different songs. Like there's like a different parts yeah. to them yes yeah. yes yes i love oh that because uh, at some point i had to like look at my phone and i was like is this the same song yeah i was like where, where are we right now <laughs> <laughs> look at the gps you get a two for one special like i oh my gosh yeah. and he like and he like just goes into the session with his producer writer his name is escaping me but like and they just like get to work and he works with one specifically and it like they make such beautiful music no, I agree. I think that, yeah, so I literally just wrote The Weeknd Wishes he recorded this song, because he does. Concentrate, concentrate, I just literally, I couldn't even have words. I just, like, this song is amazing. Like, I don't, I, at that, by this point, this is the fourth song on the album, and the song, the album has uh, 19 songs, which I'll say, the theme of the night really was longevity, because, uh, <laughs> These albums were long. I looked at this one and I saw it almost an hour and a half. And I looked at the other one and it's also almost an hour and a half. I just split them up. I need yeah. to be able to digest both of them. I was like, good job. I'm sorry. I love. Don't I, apologize. I love... It's not a negative thing. It's just an observation. I love <laughs> long songs. Like, I feel like music, I feel like songs don't last long enough for me. So I like I if I could just sit and listen to music all day I would. <laughs> I actually wanted to work in music and then I was like no 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 really <laughs> yeah. I I I did not say no I I'm still doing it <laughs> so by this point I have listened to concentrate and I'm already standing and I was like I'm gonna have to listen to all this other man stuff but he only has one album so I was like period. <laughs> Okay, so how he did this was when he he released this whole album in bits and pieces before he did it as painted. And it Smart. was like so he did like I think the first set was like um Rosamo um it was on it was on an album on a EP called Painted. So it was Rosamo, Mis- Misunderstood, Love You Too Much, Late Night, Real Games, and then like he he released them in pieces. And then, like, he did it all together as, like, a final album. Period. It was, like, in two parts or three parts? One of the two. Yeah. Period. That's smart from a marketing perspective and smart because it creates interest. Anywho. um, So, (laughs) I already talked about Ready for Love. It makes me feel like I'm on vacation. Uh, I think that this album made me think about how artists are always, like, I don't want to be put in a box. I want to just be able to make music, blah, 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 blah. Because it's so annoying. I, I, I was thinking about it and I was like, if I was an artist and if I made music that was, let's say, punk music, right? Mm-hmm. People are, they're going to, if 
because I'm black, they're literally going to look at me and be like, she's making R&B music. And that doesn't make any sense because I'm not making R&B music. I'm making punk music. You know what I mean? And that must be really frustrating for someone who's black, but like music is clearly not R&B or it's R&B and it's something else and it's blah, 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 blah. So I think that's, I think that having genres mean things is outdated. Like, I don't think it matters anymore. Like, I think that we shouldn't really say like, well, it's just hard to define like, this is a pop album. This is a blah, blah, blah album because they're, the lines are getting blurred. Like Ariana Grande's album Sweetener technically was pop, but like in reality, it was a lot of things. And, and I think like, that's why it's so hard for certain artists to really like break through. Like people do Tinashe so dirty because they don't know. I'm so glad that you brought up Tinashe. Her new song is a dream. They don't know what box to put her in. And like, I get I think the problem is is people are trying to put her in one. And I think mm-hmm. if she were if she were a white girl making the music that she'd make, she'd be just fine. But because she looks a certain way, it's kinda like with Normani and like uh, I don't want to talk about Normani. Why did we both go, oh god? Because what it is is we love Normani, but if you're a fan of Normani, you know why we feel this way. We're tired. And We're tired. We're tired. <laughs> but like, it's kind of, I get what you're saying. That's like why Tanache, her visuals are amazing. The music is good. It's just like, something isn't clicking and i think it's because people are trying to put her in a box and you can't put her in one because she doesn't need to be in one i think it's because people listen to to other people a little too much like i had this implicit bias against tinashe when i didn't know anything about her i just always assumed that she was the girl like you know people like to make especially like back in the day and by back in the day i mean like 2014 15 16 (laughs) Like the the girls loved to like just say an artist sucked and then everyone just accepted that as true. So, like, and uh, and you don't really notice it. It's the ugly side of Stan Twitter. Yeah, because there are artists that like just are good artists, but because some people think that they're bad or like a group of people think they're bad, whose opinion you may trust, it's just bad. And all all this to say, stream Tanache's new song "Rascal." Back to Lucky Day, Karma. I literally was like on my phone and this one like made me stop what I was doing and like pay attention because I love this song. I I love the beginning of it. It I I thought it was going to be a pony. Um, Oh, I thought the same thing. I I thought the same exact thing about this song. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, it's, I don't know. Like I naturally, when I hear songs, I'm like waiting for a sample especially in the era of, like, Sweetie and Tory Lanez, but I, am um, No, we, we don't talk about Tory Lanez right now. <laughs> I, like, I definitely, just how it started, and I was listening to a Kehlani song on her first, I love Kehlani, on her first, um, what do you call it, mixtape, she had a pony sample that was kind of similar, so I was like, oh, okay, you're gonna do a sample, and he didn't, and he surprised me, and I love that. Period. <laughs> I love that uh, I, I wrote for this song that I love that it's refreshing to hear a male artist that isn't afraid to be creative and overproduce. <laughs> and I and I say that because I feel like a lot of the this just could also just be on me, but I don't listen to that many male artists, first of all. So first of all, period. But the male artists that I do listen to majority of them are white 
um, just because I pop music, you know. But it's refreshing Mm -hmm. to listen to a black male artist who is fusing R&B and pop because I just, I think that's great. I think that I want to see more black artists doing pop and I want to see more black artists doing anything really. <laughs> just thriving. Just succeeding, being alive. Anyway, so I really liked Karma. I I think all of the songs on this album sound different, but the essence is the same. Yes, mm-hmm. I agree. And the essence is him, really. I mean, that's really what albums <laughs> should be like. I just think that uh, I loved it. Paint it. Love it. It's my favorite. On the, I, I have to. I'm sorry. I have to take it away from this one because I love this song so much. It is my favorite song on the album. Wow. Um, it is such a gorgeous song. I love that he played with different textures. I love that he wasn't afraid to like go into different tone. Like this song is so great from top to bottom. Like I can't wait to be like in my 40s cleaning my house and my kids wake like, <laughs> up on a Sunday morning and they hear Paint It playing. playing. Like, the and they know they're going to clean the house. house. Yes, Paint It is so great. It's so great. It's such a beautiful song and I love a title track and this is basically the title track and I love it so much. Yeah, that's all. He just threw in some sense. <laughs> I love the sense in this song. <laughs> Uh, since since oof, since cowbells, um, snares, I just love all that. Anyway. And this is another song that doesn't necessarily sound like the typical R and B song, but it's still R and B. But he puts his own style on it. Mm-hmm. And I, I really like this guy. I'm really about to stand this man. Like I, as I was like <laughs> listening to this man, I was like, there's just no other choice but to stand at this point. <laughs> like halfway. Up. Halfway through the album, like, I'm not even kidding. Like, by Concentrate, I was like, okay, well, I was already telling my friends, like, girl, you got to get into it. You got to get into it. Because my, my favorite song on the album was is uh, Real Game. <laughs> I, love the, I love the music video for Real Game, actually. <laughs> no, yeah, this one is my favorite. I And then I wrote, I appreciate that he has long songs. Because I also like long songs, but I do think that I don't want all the songs on an album to be long. I, I really like short songs too, because I like, cause I, it's interesting because you said that you like long songs cause you want to be able to listen to music all day. And I think I like short songs for the same reason, because I like short songs because I want to be able to listen to a song by someone like say, I want to be like, I want to be able to listen to Haim and I want to be able to listen to Future Nostalgia and I want to be able to listen to Charlie and Chloe and Hallie and all in a day. And I feel like that could be achieved if all of their songs are like three minutes or less. See, for me, I feel like no song is ever long enough for me. <laughs> like, I feel like I, love I that always want about you. <laughs> <laughs> I always want more. <laughs> like, I, I just, I would, like, I, I am the person, my mom gets so annoyed with me when I'm like playing music in the car. She's like, you're going to listen to this again? Like, I could listen to Ring the, Le- Ring the Alarm by Beyonce at least five times at a time. <laughs> <laughs> so, Misunderstood. Did you like this version of Misunderstood or the live version of Misunderstood? I think I'm going to have to go with the live version. Yes, thank you. Thank you. Austin. I just think it, I just, it's so <laughs> mellow. And you just hear, like, all the little, like, details of his voice. And I just think it's so cool. I love a live album. Like, 
I might yes. For me, like obviously like Beyonce uh-huh. like, is phenomenal, but when I think of Beyonce, I think of um B Day live album. Like, yeah. <laughs> like I love a live album. Like my favorite Ariana Grande album is her live I love I have to talk about this because you brought it up because no uh-huh. your favorite Ariana Grande album couldn't cannot be the live album. One I loved it. Reason number one. The set looked like a toilet bowl and everyone told her that and it kind of and it's it's annoying but it's like what can you do about it because at this time when she's planning for this tour she's going through a lot so I feel like nobody wants to tell her no. And a lot of more people should have told her no because that I I the lights you couldn't see the girl and someone said it was because of her PTSD which I'm gonna let slide but it's still a critique of the show <laughs> because you couldn't see her at all. Third of all, you she had no business sitting down for NASA. She should have had somebody. It could have been her. It could have been her dancers. It could have been somebody dancing for that song. There should have been a choreographed number for NASA. And she sat down the whole goddamn time. Fourth of all, the, list, the two the two songs from Honey uh, from Yours Truly should have been Honeymoon Avenue and You'll Never Know. She got one of them right. She didn't get the other one right. I just there's so many things. About it, no, that I, no, Brie, I'm sorry. The right answer should be either yours truly, dangerous woman, or sweetener, and that's. I gotta be honest with you. Thank you, (laughs) Dangerous woman is my least favorite Ariana. That's okay. I mean, it's not okay, but I'm not offended because it's not my favorite Ariana Grande album. But I know that Ariana Grande fans are gonna be mad at you for that. I, I think it's really funny because okay. I like because obviously I want to make sure every time like I'm talking to y'all I keep all my ideas fresh in my head. I went to my Apple Music for Dangerous Woman, and it has the most hearts on it. You are <laughs> like, okay. Like Moonlight, we need to talk about Moonlight because Moonlight yes. is such okay, a beautiful song. And, like, I think I just, at that moment in time, I really liked it. But I definitely, if I had to pick one, it's Christmas and Chill. But I do. Okay. But I do love that live album. That's that's I, respectable. I think I like not, the Not live that. Album. Not their live album. That's not respectable. <laughs> I think I like the live album because, like, I just like live versions of songs more. I think. You shouldn't. You shouldn't. Because. <laughs> but I do. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, you should like the live version of songs more. Not for this album, though. I'm just saying. I, and it's sad because when I was there, it was a period. Like, I was having a great time. I was just mad. It was just like when I came back and I thought about it, I was just like, first of all, oh, the number five reason that really should be number one, she didn't sing in my head, but she had the nerve to just play it over the speakers as an interlude and just tease me. And I was like I was seething. <laughs> okay, so if we're really gonna go into this tip, we're gonna go into it because what I love. Okay, obviously, like I said before, I wish songs would never end. But I also, <laughs> what I also love on top of songs is I love the foolishness that comes with it. Like top what five, Ariana, <laughs> top five Ariana Grande songs, and I know people are gonna come and be crazy. I don't care. <laughs> Seven Rings. So, like, not only is that song so okay. fun, but how are you going to say on top of a stolen beat, I write my <laughs> own checks like I write what I sing? Truly, 
truly, truly iconic. Iconic. Like, I think. <laughs> I like. Because it means that she doesn't write her own stuff. <laughs> Like, and you know I've never that. got it. I took it now. <laughs> and like, people think that I'm like, oh yeah, because she's like, it's funny because she took it from two chains. And I'm like, no, it's funny because she just said she doesn't write her own checks and nobody got that. Like, I love That's foolishness. Crazy. I love foolishness so much. Like, I think it adds a layer to the song. Like, she smooth went and met with two chains, and two chains is like she was like yeah i thought people would know that i took that song from you and he was like we don't have the same fan base how would people know that and she was like oh. <laughs> like i love <laughs> i love tomfoolery like when i was listening to the can't buy okay this is another thing i loved about that live album how all of the songs on the album were live except for in my head and i just uh-huh. thought that was so i thought that was so funny like i think I think that, like, I, I love Foolishness. Like, I think that that's so fun. Like, why have Right There featuring Big Sean if Big Sean isn't even there? Like, what's the point Girl, of that? <laughs> listen, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. <laughs> I was, I didn't listen to, I didn't look, I don't like to look at the set list um, of concerts before I go because I like to be surprised. I like surprises. Um, <laughs> but Jack, the person um, I went with, did. So Jack knew that she wasn't going to sing in my head. And I told him not to tell me anything uh, about, I, I told him not to tell me anything about the concert. And so as soon Nothing is- as I realized that she wasn't going to sing it, he turned to me. He goes, I tried to tell you. He's like, I <laughs> want to tell you so bad. And I was so mad. I was like, she's not going to sing it. And he was like, no. And I was like, she's just not going to sing it at all. And he was like, not a word. And I was like, what do you mean? I was so angry. She's costume changing. But she does make up for it with everything. Every time. I, every time is my favorite on Sweet. No, she doesn't make up for it. She doesn't. Because. Because. Oh, my God. I'm so angry. I can't even believe I'm talking about this. I. I went off on Charlie last week and I'm going off on Ariana this week because that was some bullshit. But no, at the same time, the Sweetener Tour objectively was a mess, but objectively was subjectively was a period because I was having fun. When I heard Break Free for the first time, bitch, not for the first time, but for the first time live, I lost my mind. That's my fucking song. I could never. Like as you're bopping your head to that, I'm put. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna go to concession. Like I can't. I'm gonna go get a t-shirt, a drink. Let me go to the merch line while it's short. Because all of Ariana's fans love that song. It's just a period. I'm sorry. I only wanna die like i don't have an emotion <laughs> she said this, this. okay all right back to it. Right, we're getting, <laughs> i'm getting Mr. i'm getting off track um <laughs> we were at okay. i don't have specific things to say mm-hmm. about songs track by track i am just very very glad that this is in my life now period <laughs> yay I'm glad you love it. I love that. I love being able to like share music with people. Continue. I <laughs> want to say something about blood. So I mean, not blood. <laughs> Bloods. 
floods. Floods. Such a great song um, as well. I wrote this is really song. good. And Chris Kristen Corey, she's a writer for uh Vice. She said No, she wrote the article, but he said those songs are about the pain that that hurt the worst when I was in love. I didn't want her to think that I was the victim, but this pain was not leaving. He considers moments like this, the deleted voicemail on call and the raw emotion of floods to be a dose of realism or sarcastic honesty. Honesty floods likens a woman's wrath to mother nature with seasons changing at the blink of an eye and day, a casualty of the storm. Dave says it was one of the hardest songs to write and it evokes a familiar pain. One, not unlike watching his hometown submerged in 10 feet of water. Uh, day is examining what giving someone the power to hurt you feels like and i i read that and i was like whoa (laughs) flood but you but like every time i listen to floods like i feel that like every time and i and like like i said before i can listen to like a song 10 times in a row and every time i feel Mm -hmm. that emotion and it's and I think that that's, I think that's so beautiful. Like, I I love this album so much, and I love Flood so much, and I can't wait till we get to love you too much. <laughs> but I thought it was interesting that it's called Floods, and also about, like, Katrina, Hurricane Katrina, because he is a survivor. Yeah. I, I will say I was expecting, um, or in the future, I would love to see, like, a Solange feature. Ooh, yeah. I will say that. Like, I, I like feel that in my bones i also love side note i love lucky day because when you go on social media he doesn't talk i love a man who doesn't talk like silence (laughs) is so nice (laughs) continue (laughs) no i'm good anyway um i uh, in call i really like the harmonies i think they're really infectious Mm. call call love you too much (laughs) or no try your fire i i does this one have a video I think so. If he does, I haven't seen it. Okay, cool. Well, I w- oh, this okay. one needs a video. I I would like to direct it. Okay, maybe submit it to your first. Um, and love awesome. you too much. They want to do it. <sighs> a gorgeous song, and I love the video. The video I think is so pretty. I love love you too much. I I love that song so much. Like. I can't even put it into words. I know I said I was couldn't wait till we got to it, but I, I genuinely couldn't wait. Like I love Love You Too Much. Love You Too Much, Floods, Misunderstood. Oh my gosh. Back to back. That puts you in your If you like Childish Gambino, <laughs> Frank Ocean, and all those girls, this album is for you. Like if you like Awaken My Love, <laughs> you would love this album. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so this version of Roll Samo is my. I like this one. Yeah, I was surprised that it was on this, al- this album. I was like, what? We got a double Roman. I said Roman Reloaded the Rea. <laughs> See, this is what I mean by a remix. This is what the I mean reprise. by a remix. Yes. <laughs> and it's not even called a remix. It's so good, though. The first time I heard this in the car, I was like, oh my God, I just love it so much. Period. I agree. Fade Away was used in the photograph movie. Um, but yeah, I didn't notice. I need to talk about a little more time because <laughs> little more time with Victoria Monet. I was like, whoa! <laughs> I was like, first of all, I didn't even realize that she like I didn't. I wasn't paying attention to half of the song, so I didn't like realize it didn't click that it was Victoria Monet. And then I looked, and I was like, holy shit! I love that woman. She's perfect. Austin mm-hmm. from our Mariah Carey musical. She's the yellow girl. Good to know. Noted. <laughs> She's very. This song in general is very angelic. 
It yeah. feels like you're floating. She's very angelic. I love Victoria Monet. And then Shoulda. That's a good. That's a baby face, bitch. Yes. <laughs> no, because no, because no. That's exactly where it should be. Like this song is like, like if I could have like this is a beautiful song to me. Babyface, one of my favorite songwriters of all yeah. time. Whip appeal. Oh my gosh, this song is perfect. It's a perfect song. It's a gorgeous song. <laughs> I love it. I was so shocked to uh look at the screen and see that Babyface was on this song and I was like this man got great he got Victoria Monet and Babyface he's well connected for someone to have one album I feel like he really made those connections girl period misunderstood I didn't listen to her so y'all gonna have to talk about that it's so good it's better than uh well I may be biased but I just like live versions of songs better because I feel like they have more time to like show us their vocal ability and to play with it a bit more but I loved it I love the audience in the background I love them cheering for him I loved it it's very engaging period overall I think it was a dream obviously I would I would say this is a pop day dream (laughs) (laughs) I, I really like this I really did like it I'm so glad that we, I listened to this. I agree with Austin. I'm glad that I know this exists and I will be following him forever now. Anywho, uh, stream lucky day. Anyone else have final thoughts? Happy Sunday, the best day of the week. <laughs> no, I think the best day of the week is Saturday. I have to humbly disagree. But I think that shows our difference in musical taste. I feel like pop is a Saturday and R&B is a Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, yeah. Wait, that makes sense. Well, I, I like Friday, so what does that make me? PC, PC music is for, is uh, Friday. That's when you go to <laughs> and raves. I get the dance music. Okay. Anywho, so moving on. Tiana Taylor. I want to know what the story is for this album because the intro was like, I had, <gasps> I, my heart was racing. Oh my God, I was my like, God. what is happening? <laughs> what is this? Wait. Oh my God. Okay. 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 So, Okay. I love Tiana. Okay, I I like <laughs> I maybe should have like told y'all. I should have given I was like, context. is the baby okay? Is the mom okay? What's happening? Are they gonna be okay? This okay, is- so her and Iman, her and Iman, Iman Shepard is like a basketball player. They're like gorgeous together. Everybody loves them. They're like the epitome of black black love. That's why the last song on the album is so great. So yeah. they had their daughter. <laughs> he gave birth to their daughter in their house and. Yeah, so it's like a thing. Yeah, she he delivered. I meant to say delivered. I like hate. I hate when people say we're pregnant. I'm like you're, but like you're not both pregnant. Sorry. So like I'm so sorry for saying that. But I, I like I just am such a fan of hers, and for her to put that on the beginning of the album, I loved it so much. And then for her like to also put like when he proposed to her. I love that so much. It's Whoa. amazing. It, the intro was amazing. It was perfect for me. Full disclosure: the first like, like thirty seconds of the <laughs> song, I was just not paying attention because I thought that it was just like, um, you know, like a like an intro. Like I thought it was just like a man talking, mm-hmm. and that was just gonna be it. But then I, it kept going, 
And I was like, what <laughs> is going on? I was like, where as are you right now? Her, I was like, like I know going? you, And I was like, wait, I was like, I was like, they did not put the 911 call on here. Because I, I watched their show, their, um, or when it used to come on. And I was like, mm-hmm. he, they did not put the 911 call on here. I was like, that's, I love when real life meets. That also, cool. I also wanted to say, I don't think we should go track by track. <laughs> no, me neither. Okay. No, me neither. <laughs> okay. Um, but I, I think that I was just like, what is I happening? Was, like, I was like choked up. I was like, I had to sit down because I was like, what is this? Gonna, like, is she gonna be okay? Is, like, is the baby okay? Junie, I didn't think that it was real. I thought that I for like half of it, I thought that it was just like she took some nine one one call, like some random nine one one call. But then I realized that it was yeah. her Iman, and I was like, I was like, wait, I was like, how did we get here? And also, I was like, Junie, I love that I gave y'all no context. I kind of love that. No, that I'm I'm glad you did it because I'm, I'm it's so this funny. Intro is like, it's like a slap in the like, face. <laughs> yeah, it really takes you to the. It gives you sets. It really sets the scene for the whole <laughs> She did. She snapped. She snapped. I was just like, wait a minute. <laughs> anyway, so that all that being said, Junie is a legend. She. I don't really know much about her. I've always stand her from afar because. I mean, she's a child she's and she's a period, but I just, I'm not really acquainted with her, but now I am. Oh. I listened to her come out of her mother and what a legend. And also she's saying on come back the second- to me. I love Junie. Like I always say, I don't think North and Blue Ivy will ever hang out. No. I believe that Junie and um, Blue Ivy yeah, will hang out. Junie <laughs> and Blue Ivy will be friends. Yeah. Like they give me similar energy. They have praying grandmothers. Like, I Bury love that. them. <laughs> Bury that. They both have songs already. Yeah. Jenny's coming for her crown. As she should. No, because I, I love when people put their babies on there. And like, this is, um, there's a song by Will Smith and Jada Pinkett Smith. So topical. Oh, called no. A Thousand. <laughs> it's, um, and it has Jaden Smith on there when he was like younger. So I think that's really beautiful too. And so Junie yelling at her mom on this was so great when she was like, Mommy! I just don't like that it was with Rick Ross. I thought yeah. they should have just done it without. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, yeah. We all make choices. Anyway, stand Junie. I stand Junie. And <laughs> for Loki, I said one, she it sounded like the Mary J. Blige song, Be Without You. So for the point, I literally just wrote, I got, I got a question for you, and you already know the answer. And still, I gotta ask you cry. No, make you cry. No, just something behind my back, and then try to cover it up. And then, and then this. But either way. <laughs> my love is over. I love Mary Oh, I'm faithful. I'm a real. I love Mary. No, my favorite, my favorite album of all times is Mary J. Blige Growing Pain. That's your favorite album of all time. <laughs> Everyone's the, all those the whole picture of Brie. 
the way that I didn't know <laughs> I think- I'm sorry that's so funny that is so funny well then you'll know my favorite one of my my favorite low-key uh Mary J. Bly song is Come to Me Peace I don't know why I just I'm love here that to make peace hey <laughs> come to me I like have like I uh, like most people I attach songs to memories so for me Mm -hmm. the reason why I love that album so much is because before we moved to um Virginia me and my mom like my family would go back and forth to Virginia to visit our family here because my grandma was really sick and we'd always go back and forth, and that was the album that we listened to. That's why it's my favorite album. Okay, but I like what I see when I'm looking at me when I'm walking across the mirror. <laughs> I, <laughs> I always Girl. wanted to plan a birthday party for my mom and have that be the song she walked out to. Period. Uh-huh. And also, and uh, you know what's funny? You know what's funny, Brie? What? Um, you know how I said that all black people listen to the same songs? Yeah, I know this <laughs> album too, and I also love this album. I would not say that it's my favorite album of all time, but what I will say is... <laughs> Wait, does that really shock you? <laughs> it was just funny. I don't know why it was funny. It was just... I just didn't think you were about to say that. Um, but I will say that It Ain't All Roses, and... I love my man. Yes, I do. And I, <laughs> I feel like no. I think that oh. I deserve a little more love from you. <laughs> Y'all, <laughs> Cause it tonight i can recite that album to front and back <laughs> that album is so funny because my mom loves mary j blige so i was raised on mary j blige as well and so she would just like i think she had the cd so we would literally just be in the car and listen to it on repeat so i know and i so i probably used to know all the words to all these songs i do i until like three years ago i dead ass knew like every single word to every single jill scott song because that's how much my mom <laughs> hate on me hate especially with the tyler perry what is it why did i get married came out what Oof. yeah no for real. no to- <laughs> she said let's take a long walk <laughs> i love that what like that album, I couldn't listen to it because at the time it was too grown for me to listen to. But I listened to Mary J. Blige. Oh yeah, I don't know, but I love Mary. I do. Well, hands on your hips, swelling right back to you. Oh, which look? Okay, we can, we can get into Jessica. Anyway, how, who are we talking about? Taylor. <laughs> oh wait, okay. So I loved um, that Erica did something on this. I didn't think I thought she was just gonna sing like normal. But she remixed it a little, and she was saying how uh, Erica really appreciated 
um, what she did on it. And I thought that was so great. Like, imagine remixing someone's yeah. song or, like, paying homage to someone's song and them saying that they really liked it. And Erica is a hard woman to please, so. <laughs> I love Erica Badu. Uh, she, I feel like, I'm like, you can't talk about R&B and not mention her. She's the queen. Like, yep. She yeah. is the act. She is. You better call oh, She is the auntie with the incense and the sage call. and the and the everything. Like she is. She and this thing is like I, I honestly don't really have that many problematic faves. But the thing is like I could never in my life. There's just never going to be a point where I cannot listen to Erica Badu's music. Like it's just too monumental to my life. Like, she would literally have to say, like, I don't know. I don't even want to think about that. But We're not manifesting yeah. it. We're not manifesting it. But I just, like, she said some crazy things, but all of the Black community has just pretended we don't see it because she's a mess. But I, like, she's a genius. She, she's amazing. She's literally just a she's genius. Amazing. Like, yeah, uh, yeah, no, we'll leave it at that. Yeah, Erica Badu is genius. That's it. Yeah, that's there's nothing else to be nope. said. Wake up, love. That video is so cute. Have you seen it? No. So how they um introduced the song? So like, it's like it's in a field of clouds, and her and Iman are on the bed, and they're laying there, and she's singing to him, and he raps on the song. I like love their. I love when he raps because. I have thoughts on it, but whatever. And so then <laughs> Junie jumps in the bed and then she lifts up her stomach to show her pregnant bed. Oh! She's having a second Oh, oh congratulations! I, <laughs> I like thought, I thought that was so sweet. Was- Do you want to share your thoughts on Iman's rapping? You know what's crazy? Like, I think that <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Man! Oh, and I think that that is my thoughts on Iman's rapping. I think, yeah, paintings on the art, la mama. There you go. That's what he says. Let's build with Quavo. I was gonna say, I watched his uh, GQ couples quiz with Sweetie, and I did not know that Quavo was fine. I had no clue. <laughs> no girl he's been i had no idea i don't pay attention to the migos like at all like girl first of all men no but i do like i do like stir fry that's my favorite migos song i do like that song i watched their carpool karaoke with james corden and that was about it so i never really paid attention to them like that and then when i watched this interview and he was looking all nice and she was wearing this amazing dress that i wish i could wear and i was like wait a minute Quavo's fine like shit he's cute I love when they have their little when they go to the basketball games together because they look like some kids in high school. Like they're <laughs> yeah. so cute. They remind me of my they remind me of my cousins. Like I love Sweetie. Sweetie reminds me of one of my cousins. Like I love her. I know. Like I tell you all the time. She's this generation's Cassie. I love her. She's I hate so you. Fun. She's Cassie alone. <laughs> um, Cassie is this generation's Cassie. <laughs> She got her baby and her her a white husband. Her man. Listen, listen. Her man is fine. She broke up with Diddy, and so honestly, cute. she's fine. Swiftly, swiftly. She got pregnant. I was so bad. Hurry, Christina Milian. I said, y'all better go ahead. Yeah, period. No, for real. Light skins. Anyway, so a bare minimum queen. Oof, legends. So Quavo, 
I watched that interview and I was like, he's cool. And I really like him and Swahili and I hope they stay together and I hope they make beautiful brown babies. Or not. They they don't have to have kids. (laughs) I love them together. I can't wait to see what else they do together. I really like 1-800-1-NIGHT. I love the one with Kehlani. I really need to listen to Kehlani's album. There's so many, um, so many phone calls on all of these albums. Phones are a running theme. One thing I will say about this album, first of all, she got all the girls. She got Erica. She got Missy. She got Quavo, mm-hmm. even. She if got, Mr. Day she... has connections, this girl is in the trenches. She's got everybody. Yeah. I'm telling you, this is the album that, like, she wanted to make. Like, yeah. this is what I thought that KTSE album was. So, I love it so much. Like, I think that she got to do everything she wanted to do. I think this is the album that she thought she was going to make when she first started and then she saw how the industry worked. It has all the, like, if you, like, listen to a lot of her music and you look at a lot of the other things she does outside of music, she's very influenced by the 90s. And, like, you can tell that throughout this Mm -hmm. album. Like, whether it be, like, the samples or the phone, the running phone call themes, because that was very popular, Mm -hmm. the people picking up the phone and leaving voicemails. And also, side note, if you're going to listen to Kehlani's album, Lucky Day is on there. And his song's my favorite on that album. Period. Mm -hmm. That song is so, it's a quick, it's very quick. But it's so good. Yeah, period. I also, um, since the theme of the night is longevity, I feel like back in the day, I keep saying back in the day, but I'm going to keep saying it. Back in the day, the <laughs> girls used to give long albums. So I feel like it was the norm that like you work on an album for years and then you put it out an album and it's long and that will just suffice you until you get to the other album, the next album, like years later. And I feel like, that, but now since people release music so quickly, I feel like that's why albums have gotten shorter. But yeah. I don't know which one I like because I don't necessarily, I think that if she doesn't release, I think if an artist doesn't release music for a while and releases a long album, I personally, I like that. But I feel like if you release several long albums in a row, I'm just like, girl, you gotta break it up. Like I can't be sitting here forever, you know? And I'm also not one of those people that feels like you can't listen to an album on shuffle. I think the first time you listen to an album or the first couple of times you need to listen to it in order. But after you've listened, I feel like after you've listened to an album frontwards and backwards and you know all the things, girl, I I feel like it's okay if you want to shuffle it. I do that all the time. Yeah, same. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've, I only listened to this album twice the first way through because I have favorites and there are certain ones that I can't listen to every day. Yeah. Like 69, I wouldn't listen yeah, to. Yeah, no. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I feel like, I'm like, do y'all know how much I listen to Haim? I could, girl, I, could, I just put shuffle and get my life because I know all the damn words to every yeah. song. I can quote it in my sleep. Like any Mary J. Blige song, I can quote in my sleep. <laughs> I really can. <laughs> Absolute period. Wait, I want to know, what would you say are your top 10 favorite Mariah songs? Oh my God. Don't I'll do give that. you mine. Do you want to quickly finish up, give your final thoughts for this album before you head on to Mariah? <laughs> oh, yes. Okay. Actually, so what I was going to do was, I didn't think we'd do each song. I was going to just tell you my favorites. Okay. My favorites are Come Back to Me, specifically Junie and only Junie. <laughs> I love the samples on it. Um, How You Want It with, yeah, just her singing it. Um, I loved um, We Got Love featuring Lauren Hill. I love a monologue at the end. That's probably my favorite favorite song on the album. I didn't get to that mm-hmm. one yeah. but, I, but I looked and saw that I didn't finish it and I saw Lauren Hill was on it. I was like how the fuck did she get Lauren Hill out of her cake? Because yes and so if you're gonna listen to it watch the video. Okay. Watch the video and like yeah. Okay. I listened to that but I did not see the video so I'm very looking forward to that. 
It's so it's so pretty. It, I I love it so much. So made it. Um, bear with me. Wrong bitch. Wake up, love. Come back to me. Yeah, those are my favorites. On Period. And con- and concrete. Yeah. Period. Concrete. I would say my favorites are booming. Uh, wake up, love. Low key and wrong bitch. <laughs> I was listening to that in the driveway at Popeyes and I went up to the window and I guess I had like a look on my face and the guy was like, You good? Austin, <laughs> awesome. what are your thoughts on the Tiana Taylor album after waiting for My that? favorites were Low Key and We Got Yay. Love. Period. We got love, love, love. And I think it's very cool how personal this album seems both of these albums seem really personal um but this yeah. one how it's very much about seems like it's about her family her music it's just about her and she just calls it the album like i love for her, it like just yeah. this is the album <laughs> yes and that like we don't have to lose each other lose each other was so yes i agree period overall a dream dream yeah i say dream <laughs> I, oh i'm very happy that we listened to this and i'm very happy that you're here on the show and close out so you're gonna tell us your favorite mariah songs <laughs> what are your favorite mariah carey songs okay um so the roof honey Period. my all <clears throat> baby doll oh that's four already um i love dream lover mm-hmm. i'm a big i'm a basic fan like i don't get too crazy <laughs> Um, I love the one with Nick. The one with Nick in the video. Up on my face. No. Um, love story. Oh no. I stay in love. I do. I love love story. (laughs) I stay in love, and we talked about this. Touch my body. Yeah. Um, (laughs) caution. Woo! The album or the song? The song. (laughs) Caution. One more again. Um, giving me life period always be my baby and one sweet day with boys to men is at nine and then number 10 is um um i don't oh hate you hate you is so good yeah hate you i can't wait to hate you baby (laughs) break you down so gonna tell somebody I would say my favorite Mariah Carey songs top 10 as of today girl if anyone holds me to this your mom's a hoe girl no it changes every day literally they're all good um honestly not in order but heartbreaker yeah no that song could be my favorite that definitely is a contender for number one but Mm -hmm. I'm not officially saying that um, honey, the roof, breakdown, fly away. I'm not counting those. Uh, sorry. Baby doll, wow. That song, Missy Elliott is just a genius. And we have to have a Missy Elliott. No, yeah. Baby doll was my favorite for a very long time. <laughs> it, it's not my favorite anymore because I can't pick one. <laughs> no, it's 2.11 and I'm stressed and watching TV in my hotel suite. I was like, girl, same. <laughs> yeah. Wonder if I used to- oh. Check my service every second. I see that he still hasn't called me. Anyway, um... Giving Me Life, 8th grade, 
Um, yes. About, so good. about your about my face. It's the funniest. <laughs> I wanna just say I wanna just say that. And I think you know how I say I love foolishness? Yeah. That that's kinda like I love up by my face like how I love seven rings, if that makes sense. That yeah, that does make sense. <laughs> people yeah, people don't understand that Mariah Carey is and will always be the funniest person on this planet. Like she hilarious she will she doesn't take herself seriously because she's understands like it's not that serious and so like the problem with the media is that people don't get it she's she's always been hilarious and she's always wrote written lyrics that it's hilarious and i'm glad that she made a song that's literally like girl it's not chipped it's not cracked we're shattered (laughs) he's shaking his ash and i'm lotion she is a march aries she's a march aries she's a march aries and people the reason why mariah carey has ever been talked about negatively in the press is because the press didn't realize that she's an aries never take anything that she says seriously exactly like what i oh my gosh so annoying i love mariah you don't know what to do (laughs) Woo! i just love her anyway so oh also glitter want you and didn't mean to tell you didn't mean to turn you on don't start fun for jamaica all of it all of it and obviously osana stream osana this year we're making osana go number one ladies not all i want for christmas is you she had her moment osana used to be my um used to be my ringtone when i was in middle school <laughs> that's what <laughs> just thought i'd uh sprinkle that in there i love that you'll get a full breadth of my personality me too it's great anyway we have to end this episode <laughs> We do. Um, I think can I end it by saying five artists, like contemporary R and B artists that I think people should. Yes, that would perfect. Okay. I think Division, they just did um if you're gonna listen to one an album, it'll be um a song, it'll be either with me or too deep. Her, all of her music is amazing. <laughs> Janelle Monet, sorry. Absolutely. Um <laughs> SZA. If you like, I assume people know who she is, but like, those are. And then, this is gonna be controversial. Jacquees. <gasps> <laughs> oh wow. Yeah. That's funny. So I think just like disclaimer, Jacquees. So any of you specifically the one that he did of LMA's song, I just screwed up. And Lloyd. I love Lloyd. Period. And Wale. I'm just gonna say that. <laughs> and there it is. Period. I feel like I feel like that's your that's y'all's homework, everyone. Uh Bree, thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you so much and for giving us all the good albums. Having, yeah, being messy. Thank y'all for having me. This is fun. <laughs> this is so cute. Like I really, I'm so. Oh, and Chloe and Hallie, if y'all haven't heard it already, I assume you y'all, will. y'all, they know. Thank you. We talked about it. Y'all mm-hmm. should know. A few episodes we'll ago. Listen to it again. Give, listen to um, it again. but thank you all so much for having of me. Of course. This is so fun. But you know what I am gonna do? I just realized this. I'm like, you are on our podcast, and it's called Pop Daydream. So now you have to say one of your favorite pop songs or like a pop artist that you like. You know what? If I have to pick a pop artist, I'm going to pick two. I've already decided right. it because that's mm-hmm. what I do. Let's go. Listen to How You Like That by Blackpink. Period. Okay, and... perfect. <laughs> Anything by Charlie Puth. Oh. No, okay. I actually I actually <laughs> like Charlie Puth. 
he's, I like him he's, a lot. I what it was. <laughs> I'm not saying anything. He has a cute little subway song. <laughs> okay, I think uh, this and this is how I'll end it. I think that Charlie Poop is funny because I'm always like, how do all of his videos have a billion hits? Who even listens to Charlie Poop? Yeah, I but know. <laughs> we all know a Charlie Poop song. I don't. So I'm gonna give him. <laughs> I think. Yeah, yeah. I know. See you again. <laughs> but you know a song. I said a song. You're right, I guess. Mm-hmm. I just don't know where he came from, and I also, like, don't care about him. And I didn't know that the slit in his eye was a scar, because I was like, it's ugly. (laughs) I think it's funny that he was signed to Ellen's record label, and they didn't know what to do with him. Ellen? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah! I told you I love Laird. R.I.P. Ellen. Yeah, I'll I'll do how how you like. Okay, so if you're going to put this in there, do... How You Like That by Blackpink. That's the song. I'll okay, and great. Okay, and perfect. that's... And thank you all for listening. Thank you, Brie, for coming and talking and chatting. You can always follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Depop Daydreams. Oh, and Brie, where can people find you? <laughs> follow me on Instagram at BR3ONNA and Twitter at SheBeBrie. Brie with an E. <laughs> Period, not an I. <laughs> And so with that, I'm Kiara. And I'm Austin. And I'm Bree. And this is Pop Daydreams. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye-bye, Bye. everybody. Bye.